This is episode number 21 of I Have a Podcast Live with Preston Conrad. to influencer yeah, activation like paper to pop New York. Up like, there's like <laughs> totally we try our hardest and streets and <laughs> building takeovers <laughs> we try our hardest you know well all that depends on how much money the client has to spend running media out of home but we we make beautiful assets for companies and hopefully um that propels them onto you know big big things a lot of our brands we've worked with have sold uh, after working with us or um you know major brand awareness lifts of upwards of like 15%. So we, we have fun. We're, we're like a crazy creative shop. That's all. And you're, you have a pretty tight team too. Like, yeah, you guys we're, are we're, a- we're lean and mean. And that's, I think that's the, that I actually market it that way to clients. Like when we do a pitch, I'm like, Hey, we have zero office in Hong Kong and we have zero office in London, but we're lean, we're mean, we're better, we're leaner and we're cheaper. And I've worked in every, uh, bucket from luxury apparel to, um, big box brands to $4 billion jeans brands. Right. So I, it's like, yes. it's really nice to tap into all of my previous experience and service clients in a new way, in a category I haven't worked with in a while, like a protein bar. Well, how do you yeah. tell the story of a protein bar? It's like, okay, let's look back at all the experience from me working for the big, big guns. Right. And let's make the protein bar cool in our own way. So it's, it's like a blessing. It's amazing. There's just a handful of us, but we bring on people as needed for projects. I love that. Well, if if the if if our listeners recognized the voice, perhaps it's because they were shopping in a mall or a shopping center, or they certainly would have recognized your face from the many many screens that were plastered in American Eagle, coast to coast, and revolutionized that brand. I watched, and we met actually right before you worked at um, Ralph. Ralph. Lauren, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We um, um, yeah at MTV which you reminded me about in my podcast that I think that was my aha moment when you told me that we had met through a casting from, I think MTVU, was it? It was MTVU. Remember I did that like door makeover show and, and you were yes. running it. I mean, you were running everything. <laughs> so I, Talent, everybody, was running everybody everything. had was to come in the door and opener. through your office at some point through that door. But yes, that's where we originally met. And then I believe a friend of mine interned for you. Um, Yes. As well, like at 1515. Yes. 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 Um, the, I, um, uh, I can be protective about my energy and in castings, it's definitely a collaborative effort. And I try to always keep it there just because it kind of helped me um, with my empathetic approach <laughs> to sort of casting. Um, so it's hard for me to make friends with people in casting rooms sometimes because I'm on defense and I'm thinking, you know, like, and also I'm, I'm on alert because I'm like, this person's only showing me the best side of them. So I have to figure out what the bad side is before I give them to my producer. And um, I, like that. I can't, I can't even think of anything other than inspiration when I think of words to describe you. Like, it's that's just every nice move you make is, I'm saying, uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> as you you're know, making them, you know, I'm out here just... I, I think there's just something like I was talking to my agent the other day about this, actually. And first of all, it's the nicest thing of you to say. Thank you. And it's oh. I try I I'm really just I don't know where, where it comes from. I just am a hustler. And I think we were talking about this like never ending sense of curiosity. And I think that's what it is with me. That's like 
what can I do with this? Or what can we do here? Or what brand can I launch? Or how can I redo? It just never. And sometimes I wish it would stop, especially when I'm trying to watch Drag Race at like 10 p.m. and just zone out on like a little bit of CBD just to relax at the end of the day. And it's like, it won't go away, right? And, and it's it's a blessing and a curse, but I use it to my advantage to, you know, be the Lisa Rinna of the West Side of Manhattan because I, honey, <laughs> I she won't that. stop. But it's, yeah, it's, um, I just like to keep moving. Um, you talk about being the, the exhaustion piece though. And really is, I think, um, I'm being creative. I've learned the hard way that I have to, I'm not necessarily one to get, I would rather get burned out than give bad product. I don't burn out easily though. So I have to be mindful not to put out bad product and, 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 and control it, being able to understand my day or the projects I'm working on, understanding my energy is such, and managing that has been sort of like, um, something that I feel has helped me really hone in and control that piece that feels like a, 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 a firefighter hose. That's like, it's <laughs> wild. I mean, and I was just talking to my team about this last night. I mean, we have, we're so blessed to have so many projects that have just landed and that are about to take off. And, and, and a lot of it at the end of the day, the inception of the creative comes from my jungle gym of a brain. So that's all pinging back and forth in there a million miles an hour. I can't go to my team and say, come up with the most imaginative idea at 3am and write it on a napkin like I do, because that's my gig, right? As the founder of this business, and they just support me. So it's for me to try to avoid burnout, which I'm like you, I don't get burnout easily, but I'm terrified of more than anything of putting something forward that I'm not proud of. So um, it's a, it's an interesting balance for sure. Um, I noticed though, um, or maybe this is my observation is you put effort into beginning your day and coined the phrase morning people. And it, it doesn't matter where it ends because it's a cycle. And I feel like it matters where it begins. And for me, that's what morning people sort of symbolizes is just, a fresh start, oh nothing God. to do with an ending, but a fresh start. I never that- thought about it that way. It's so funny. Be, and, and I never thought about it as anything, to be honest with you. My, um, I remember like when I was a kid, my grandpa used to be a morning guy. He'd get up and go to Dunkin' Donuts and bring back coffees at 6 a.m. And, and my mom was always up early. And there's just something, and I've always been kind of an early bird. And then I, I, I realized, you know, I don't know, maybe five years ago or something, I'm like, this is the time. This is the time when it's dark out and everyone else is asleep. And I'm getting my hustle started now. I'm starting my intention for the day now. What are we going to tackle today now? And then I started talking about on Instagram and people would write me, Vinny, they'd be like, you didn't say good morning this morning. Like, what's going on? I'm like, really? And I'm like, let me just lean into this. And it just became this thing. And it, it, it really is... People talk all the time about, oh, start your day with a positive intention and blah, blah, blah. It's really the end all be all of my days is how I wake up, how I start the day, workout or not, um, good outfit or not, feeling good about myself or not. It's just, it's a mental thing. And does that help? Does that help be in this content game that you're in? Does it, does. it help? With the I mean, stamina? my mornings, yeah. my mornings are like a highly vibration-driven, fueled, crazy time. Like my, my business partner is out West, so I don't, and she's got two kids on Zoom school. So I'm in my own world until, I don't know, 
11 in the morning, which is amazing because I can just fire off ideas, work on content for my personal channel, work on content for my home brand, service my clients in London for Kennet. And it's just my like pop, 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 pop time. And then I do crash hard. Around, I mean, I, I crash hard, but then you, it's that creative thing. Like at 10 PM, that little bug comes into your head with some idea and you're like, shit why is this happening yeah. now i just want to relax but you can't control it you me? know preston that's how it is it's like tap 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 i'm just trying to watch million dollar listing leave me alone yeah i'm just trying to be you know I'm right just, just trying to figure out what bridgerton is about exactly <laughs> stop. Totally. how do you um with that time so uh, uh two questions with that with that time how do you pick and choose when to create um, content versus business opportunities. And like, there's, yeah. it's not just, you're not just getting paid from content It's not partnerships you've elevated and are expanding. How do you juggle that, not prioritize that? Yeah. Um, my, my mornings specifically speaking to mornings is when I'm feeling the most creative. So I typically think big picture in the mornings because I'm, I feel more raw and like open in the morning. So if I, if we're running a massive out of home ad campaign for a client, I typically do the inspiration boards and the concepting and taglines, all that first thing in the morning while I'm like pure, if that makes sense, I, you know, and then throughout the day we get into the weeds. What is on deck? Who needs to be serviced? Does my personal Instagram have X amount of sponsorship content that needs to be shot this week? Um, we really like, I really start to function, I guess, from yeah. like a checklist throughout the middle of the day. But it's the it's the early mornings and the late nights that I'm big picture. And then I trickle that down to the middle of the day where I'm really frantic and just like checklisting everything yeah. from feed. Do you shoot on your iPhone? Everything. When and then and natively. And then is that what it is? Or do you shoot? I shoot everything on my iPhone. Um, except, you know, if there's some massive, 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 massive initiative that I really want to impress the client or, you know, this is on my personal account, um, as like a sponsored content game, but I would shoot on a Sony, um, a seven and use like a playback monitor and proper and use a lav mic and really go ham on it. Cause I am like you, I like to geek out on equipment stuff once in a while. <laughs> but I think I think that geeking out in technology gives you an opportunity to impress the audience with your talent in a way that doesn't involve your actual talent. It just amplifies it. I completely agree with you about new technology and it's, it's well, that's, such a that's big what's part great of that first you. impression. You're what's you're that? also you're also um I get a lot of inspiration from you on that because separate from the hard the hardware you're also a big proponent of emerging platforms, which you know me, my, my general mentality is like, I can't, don't put another egg in my basket. I, there's too <laughs> yeah. many things to juggle, but then- like you're walking through the mall and you're like, when did they change that store? Come exactly, on. Exactly, <laughs> right? But then like, you know, here comes one of my witching hour moments during quarantine and I'm like, I finally download TikTok and I'm like, shit, I'm obsessed, yes. I'm obsessed. The best investment I made this pandemic for sure. He his, his pandemic purchases were art. I I went candles. Well, it's funny. You apparently <laughs> are not. Candles, you're not the way. only person. And it's funny because <laughs> I um I started developing Preston Conrad Home like two years ago, and I and I knew it was going to be candles from the jump, because for a specific reason. And I'll tell you. But when we finally got to launch, I'm like. 
being inundated with articles, women's wear daily, candle market up 400% uh, due to lockdown measure. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Because of course I'm going through panic. Why am I launching when all these businesses are, whose small businesses are closing and I'm launching a small business? Who am I? I'm insane. Um, and it really ended up being somewhat of a blessing because it is something that was able to provide a lot of comfort and calm and a little hint of style for a lot of people while they've been locked in their house. Well, I can only imagine this is the iceberg. So I'm excited for what's to come in the future. I Thank can just you. tell you that. I always, Regardless of what it is, I know that certain people in my life who are our friends will definitely be, did you see what Preston did? Isn't that amazing? Aww. It's sort of a cyclical conversation we have about you. I love that. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, there is a, yes, there's a, it's, I'm trying to, we do have a lot on deck for the home brand uh, for 2021. New scents, new categories, potential big retail initiatives. So there's, there's like many, many balls bouncing through the snow right now that are very exciting. Um, as you, we talked about, I mean, all, all of these things, how so do you batch, do you batch create, do you create in the flow? What's your philosophy on uh, for content or for, for your content, for, for your content, content, for pressing Conrad home and for pressing Conrad, uh, for my, it's funny. I was interviewing a girl the other day to, um, just help me out on social, just kind of, um, make sure things are consistent. And then I'm following a, you know, I've never had a calendar in my life for social media. Yeah. Never. I've never had a content calendar. I've never had a planned out, um, schedule. I've never had a posting cadence. And now more than ever, I post really on the fly, really, really on the oh, fly. Hold on one second. Yep. Wait, we just lost you, but you said I never had a content calendar. Oh, yeah. I never had a content calendar. I've never had a planally. Uh, I do for the, for the brand, for Preston Conrad home. I do for Preston Conrad. It's never planned out. It used to be, you know, let's say three years ago when Instagram was really just about static, beautiful images of people that were aspirational, I would have it planned a couple days in advance. But right now it's like, if I'm not feeling it, I don't post. Uh, if I want to show, if I want to show a beautiful snowy afternoon and I know it won't get likes and engagement, I'm still posting it because it makes me happy. Like, I think I'm getting yeah. back to the roots of that a little bit. So the posting cadence well, and the content. That's the purpose, right? Like if people see that you're happy, I think that's the purpose that right, your content serves is not not to show um, how you're living your lifestyle, but how to live a happy lifestyle. And this just happens to be well, yours. right. I mean, and it's like also, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of photos I posted probably two years ago where I looked amazing, but I was the least happy. Right. And it's like you're posting some beautiful two thousand oh, dollar suit yeah. looking like a million bucks. And I'm like, fuck this. And now I'm like running out in the snow and in a puffer coat, just literally just on video with no filters and putting it on as a static post on my feed. I would never have done that three years ago. But it's, it's just about, you know, it, I'm trying to figure out what this app means to me right now. And what mm -hmm. it you know what it means. I think a lot of people are in the same boat because yeah. Um, well, you launched, I, I don't know if this is true. But Unfortunately, because of, of um, screens, I feel like you launched your brand on Instagram, you know, sort of like how people might identify as like, oh, so-and-so is an MTV talent because they were happened to get their start, you know, at the network or on a platform at that time. But the brand, as we've seen, if it's creative, is owned by the platform and stays on the platform. And I can give you a list of TV shows with celebrities that MTV owns that they do not, that if they were to have pitched that show today in 2021, it would be a different story. Totally. Ownership I mean, well, that's interesting. Pieces. I mean, well, that's the funny part, right? Because at the end of the day, I've built a house on land that I don't own, you know? So 
that's weird. Yeah. And so if yeah. you and me and everyone, my personal brand, we all have, we built these houses on land that we have no rights to. They could say, hey, uh, you can no longer, you have to now pay. This is kind of what's going on with like boosting posts, right? I get this yeah. message, reach more people with this button. Well, I used to reach them for free, but they're essentially saying, if you want to use electric in the house that you build on our land, you got to pay something else. It's like, but I've always yeah. had electric. And they're like, well, no, yeah. now you, you can't. Like, yeah, if you want to use can. the water, you need to pay. But you're like, but I built the house. You're like, but it's like, surprise, it's, it's the fire festival. And Correct. Like, Wait, what? How did I? <laughs> totally. But oh, um, yes, it's, it's essentially Preston Conrad Home is an Instagram native brand. We've spent zero dollars on ads, zero dollars on marketing. Um, and we've used organic reach to reach everybody. So does it translate to Pinterest as well from what happens in Instagram? It's really funny. Pinterest is like this untapped frontier for me. I'm on it nine hours a day for in, for client-facing inspiration, you know, for Kenneth Creative, but I don't mm -hmm. use it as an individual for to, to put out content. And I actually think it's a major, major miss on my part, um, especially for shopping and click-throughs and retention and data. Like I... I it's, well, you have so much. It's not like it's going to cost you anything I know. to shoot more photos. You already I know, have. which like, is, and I could just repurpose all the content I have, which is oh, why the those girl, poor little babies, they're like, pick me, choose me. Which is why, so the, the my shine. Yeah, so like you know, that's why I was meeting with this gal the other night, who was amazing. It's just like there's more stuff I could be doing. I don't have enough hours in the day. I'm putting out the content. It feels real. I don't need you to do that at all. I need you mm -hmm. to help me cast a wider net and make sure I'm touching everything in the right way. Um, and you talked about getting a calendar. Uh, was that something that you're getting a calendar? Is that part of a plan that your strategy into, or is it part of your strategy out of something? Um, so, so I, I use a pretty detailed calendar for my business, for my agency, for social media. I've always felt like because I'm the editor in chief of my own little magazine and I know what I'm doing, I've never felt the need to. And I feel like people that are maybe less creative or maybe um, really get in their head about content or really worried about what the feed looks like, I could see a, a visual yeah. post calendar being a really important resource for them. I'm always kind of like, well, that looks like shit next to that. I'm not posting that. Or oh, I know tomorrow I'm going to be in the coolest spot. I'm going to post a picture there, but I'm not going to put it in a calendar. For the brand, it's really forced me to be like, what are we posting? Why are we posting it? Do we need to communicate a message? Do we need, it's completely different to sell a product than to sell yeah. my personality. So um, I like using the calendar a lot. I, and yeah. maybe I'll try to do it for well, my own self. It sounds like, uh, I'm like, this is the shift. It sounds like this is the moment where where your business is really, and congrats, we don't, I don't want to talk too much about, about business because I just love watching it. I'm so funny. I'm like, if I know you from TV too much, I'm like, it ruins the magic. I just want to. Totally. <laughs> um, but it sounds like like uh, there, you're at another crossroads yet again where uh, you're, you know, where you've sort of always juggled your growth and um, it's super inspiring to Thanks. It's a lot of pots on the that. stove, you know, and then it's just always, always, they're always bubbling. That's the good thing. I got a lot of pots, but they're always bubbling. Yeah. Well, if I was, all right. So how would I describe you if I was your iCal? How would your iCal describe you? Um, your My iCal would say um, that I'm busy, that I'm curious, uh, that I'm a bit unorganized from a calendar point of view. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, and I think they would say, uh, the cow would say I'm funny. 
because I put in stuff, put in like the most random, like if anyone oh, came it, across my calendar, I think they would be like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, I'll write in like today, just Vinny with like 10 emojis. Like, yes. what? You should see, you should see my note, my ad in my ad, cause I'm also a start. So I ported my, my, I used to have a Rolodex when I started work and uh, then I ported that over. Actually, Christine Cowan, props to Christine. Oh my God, I love Christine. Helped me port it over to digitally. And then um, I keep notes in the description and I have notes from shows in years and years. And sometimes, I, and it's like, I love her, trust her. And she's not, the Kelly that you think she is, or she's not, she's the Jessica you love. And she's, you know, like, um, it means, but no one would understand what it is. And then I have my own casting director language when it comes to notes, because I felt like people always tried to figure out what I was writing. So I have like a dot system. Oh my God. It's like very world war two, uh, code. When, when did you know that, um, well, you probably only knew you were going to be doing because when, when it's, when you're doing it, because you do make very active decisions, but what, what was the moment? in the last maybe 20 years that you can look back to and say, like, that's the moment that inspired me to be, you know, doing what I'm doing today, to have the freedom to have the business and brand and lifestyle and personality that you want to be today. Uh, or series of moments. You know, what's funny. I was, I was like Mr. Madison Avenue in the corporate fashion world. I never, I always kind of, um, thought in the back of my head of my friends that I would hire as freelancers. I was like, God, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they run their own thing. I could never not have a paycheck. Um, so I never imagined me wearing multiple hats on my own. I wore multiple hats on uh, for, in brands that I worked for. And one day, and you know, I've always done TV throughout. That's how we met originally. I've always done TV like on the side. And it's been the icing on the cake always. It's never been the, the flour in the cake. It's been the icing on the cake. So I'm in a, um, I was up for a spot as a judge on a big fashion competition show. And um, this is right after my TLC show. And my CMO at American Eagle, when I was creative director there, he let me do the TLC show. He's like, this is great for us as a brand. You do you, you can say you work for American Eagle. It's all great press. I then approached him and said, hey, I, I, I think I might get this judging spot on this fashion competition show that everybody knows. It's a spinoff version of the big one. And he's like, no one's going to watch like we can't have you doing that um you know that 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 network is weird for us as a brand like our customer is not there we don't want you on tv and i'm like you're really going to stop me from doing something that would only help your brand and that would really help fulfill my dreams and and i kind of sat there and after that i had to go do my my end of year review at my desk like satisfactory unsatisfactory and i hit and i looked at my right and i looked at myself i'm like <laughs> fuck that. Like, why am I working for the man? I am the man. Like, I'm not doing it. So I look at my, literally pull up my bank account. How much do I have in savings? Not enough. How much do I have in my checking? Really not enough because I just took an Uber to work. So I found some random old stocks that I had invested in from American Eagle. I cashed them out and I quit my job. And I remember it was that day that I was just like, these people are making decisions for me. Like, that's insane about my wow. future. So, that's amazing. Yeah. That's and that's 2015, 15, I think. Yeah, it was 2015. And Instagram is what, I think three years, maybe two, three years old, maybe at that point. Or, yeah, it was still like that, that heavily filtered, high contrasted. So, and you just, did you just jump into making content? Well, I had, so 
you had, I think you touched on this in the episode earlier, but as part of my role in American Eagle, I was the, the consumer facing spokesperson of the brand. So they, if I would do a style video, it would be on the monitors of 3000 American yes. Eagle stores. So if I would go into a mall in Kentucky, people would be like, Oh my God, we watch you. Yeah. So throughout, well, hold on. Yeah. If I would go into an American Eagle as a 35 year old at that point, I would be like, Oh no, Preston knows I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's what big brothers watch in this room. He's watching, I'm wearing American Nothing Eagle jeans. I'm wearing American Eagle jeans right now. They're the only ones that fit my big legs. But <laughs> I, um, throughout that process, to make a long story short, I had amassed a, a good amount of followers because a lot of the customers and employees and fans of the brand knew who I was. And so I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to From closed circuit network, by the way. From like closed, not yeah. nationally broadcast. So ironic though, isn't that, that's so cool. And by the, also ahead of, of time and technology and, and media, but like super cool to point out that like the context was American Eagle. There was already culture established with that. And then there you were, uh, it'd never been done before. Yeah, it was really interesting. Really we, we made this kind of AETV thing. And I was like, yeah. well, do you want me to talk? Because I do like to hey, talk. I have but, an idea. Hey, do you want me to talk on camera about fashion? I can do that. And we should hire a guy named Preston who. <laughs> totally. And so we, I, I, by the way, I had the same pitch at MTV. That's how you got hired. <laughs> oh my God. But that, yeah, that's what happened. And um, so I had a built, a good little built in network. So I was, when I left, I was like, okay, let's hope these guys come on my journey with me. They're, they're here so now. Cool. And they're still, a lot of them are still following me today. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking time to chat with us. Oh my God, and I'm so honored and I'm so proud of you. I mean, you need another endeavor, like you need a hole in your head, but you do them all with <laughs> such like grace. And you, the thing I like about you is that where I sometimes, I know I'll start things and then I can't follow through with them and you never do that. And you always do it like, per, I mean, the way we're recording this, just pro, pro, pro all the way through. And that's why you're major. Oh, you're you're the best. I think it's. A, I think being. I think being impressive even starts with how we record the podcast and how it's distributed and and, and what we do afterwards. So, um, for people who are listening, is it cool if they DM you? Oh my god, or of course. Reach out yeah. to you, Instagram. What's the best? Um, DM me on Instagram. I'm. You know, I'm always. I try my damn hardest to get back to everybody, but some nights when I'm just trying to watch Drag Race, I gotta just not do it yeah but so so don't start in the dms maybe hit a couple of feed posts a couple yes. of heart emojis no like yes. warm it up it's a good buffer good buffer leave me some comment <laughs> i always i always get back to comments i'm a comment queen so that's what i'm saying that's what i'm there. pointing out is like ironically people think dms are the place to connect with people uh-uh no, like now that there's two filters in a general and a primary there's and there's no such thing as that on the posts so yeah comment on the that's feed where you're looking that's, totally. By the way, hints to anyone trying to get like uh, the attention of a TV development executive or a an agent or a manager, don't slide, slide into their DMs. You don't have to. Just like, to be honest, a couple of praise hands and like, I love your work and then know their work. That will stand out. People are looking for connection. That's a really, and you know what people are also looking for? Genuine engagement on their content. So yeah. the more you engage and then yeah. they engage back and you start that comment thread, it helps everybody and it's going to help you in the long run. And a little bit of recognition too. Um, a lot of content was made before social, you know, kind of happened. So there's a, a lot of people kind of bringing their their catalogs and their 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 projects to, to the digital landscape. And I've uh, sort of loved watching, especially because 20 years ago in my life, it was like 20 years ago, JLo. And then last week was 20 years ago, O-Town launched. Isn't that crazy? You're having I, like a I full think, circle moment. 
by the way, um, 20 years from the Super Bowl, so we're recording, I think, the beginning of February, 20 years from the Super Bowl was Nipplegate on MTV. Oh, so this wow. was a very scarring weekend for <laughs> many of my MTV colleagues. So totally. I wish them all luck. I have no clue about the game. I love that they're teasing commercials already, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but this is airing way after the that so why don't you guys if, if you if you watch commercials and yeah. this is ironically uh, well b- before it's time conversation maybe you should tell preston your favorite super bowl commercial yeah so go, to his I DM, know. go to his feed <laughs> preston conrad and preston conrad home <laughs> also um i didn't mention it but the name of the podcast is morning people it's morning with people preston conrad, preston conrad so. yeah and if this was like uh you know andy cohen there'd be like a little bell with like morning people ding 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 oh, you'd man. be Always giving me ideas, chimes, things, this, that, new platforms. And but then I can't the wait to see. bells are in my head. They're in the head. <laughs> I can't wait to see you on Clubhouse. I'll see you in the hallways. I, I'll see you, you there. Have to let I me, love you. You have to let me up in a um, in one of your stages. <laughs> are you kidding? Come on up. I'll, I'll be like, you know, one of those concerts where everyone, get, all my friends come on stage. I would be that guy. They need to, I, I, they be, need to I want to be the Taylor Swift of Clubhouse. <laughs> yes, I'm here for that. Invite, oh. <laughs> And I'll add you to all my calendars so I can make sure I tune into all your shows. I love it. I love you. And thank you for your time today. You are the best. Congrats on everything. Thanks for listening to I Have a Podcast. For more information about today's episode, visit us at IHaveAPodcast.com. If you like what you've heard, follow us or subscribe to be notified of our next episode. And we appreciate any kind reviews. 